Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to the show that's for you and about you. Those of you who work so hard for your money. And you're ready for your money to start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom, cash flow, and prosperity today, not 30 or 40 years from now, right now, to live that life that you love, doing what you love with those that you love. But most importantly, guys, it's about living a life of meaning, of impact, of legacy. Because as you're blessed financially, you can bless the lives of others. And in fact, that is what we're going to talk about today on our show. But first, let me again, thank you so much for allowing me to leave an impact in your lives. Thank you for binging, for sharing, and, and really just applying these things, not just listening to the show and say, that was great, Chris. And then you walk away and your life doesn't change, but actually applying these things in your life, because it's not about being a listener of the word. It's about being a doer. That's what I want for you guys today. Thank you for being a part of our ripple effect here today. Thank you. As always, reminder, be sure to go to our YouTube channel, subscribe, the Money Ripples with Chris Miles page. Be a part of that. We got new videos and everything coming out, little shorts, as well as little bonus, bonus teachings that will help you out. So be sure to check that out now. Hey, guys, have you wanted to invest in real estate? How would it be if you could do that with just $100 and get good, consistent returns? Well, that's exactly what our friends at Pre-REO does, where they buy these properties in bulk and at discount, be able to turn around and sell them or and or rent them to create profits. And they do this in the crowdsourcing all your monies together. And as a result, pay you a consistent 7% return on your money paid monthly. And on top of that, guys, you even get some liquidity options too. So even though you can have your money in there for years, you're allowed to be able to access that money sooner if you needed to. So if you're interested in being able to invest in real estate with just $100 or more, whether you're accredited or not, go ahead and reach out to our friends at www.prereo.com forward slash money ripples. That's prereo.com forward slash money ripples. Check them out. All right, guys. So uh, I, I want to talk about something that is really brought up to me when I was talking with, a, actually, when I was at a, a mastermind and a friend was talking about his father had passed away. And uh, his father didn't have a lot of wealth. He didn't have a lot of money. In fact, he uh, was a butcher. <laughs> so he cut meat, right? Um, yeah, I cut a rug. No, just kidding. Anyways, but, uh, you know, he, he, he really wasn't anybody of great financial stature like his son, my friend was. But the, the impact he made in the community was tremendous. Uh, so many people, in fact, they even, even after he died, they had a, 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 couple year late, a couple years later, three years later, had a memorial had a park bench that had his name on it just to, just to really give him honor. A guy that didn't have great wealth, didn't have great, you know, anything from a materialistic standpoint, but he had something that was amazing. And I'll tell you guys, money without a mission is merely materialism. I'm going to repeat that. Money without a mission is merely materialism, right? If you don't have a true mission behind your money, it's not a way, if you're not looking for a way to create a good impact in the lives of others, if you're just trying to have a lot of money and be comfortable, that's great. But the truth is, it's just materialism. It's not something that's lasting. It's not something that's real. You've got to have a mission behind your money. 
And so I made, it drew me back to the time when I first really started to understand some of this stuff, right? 2006, I just quit being a financial advisor. I was listening to this local radio show here in Utah. These two guys were doing the show together. And uh, I even went to an event that they put on at the, the local Marriott, right? I uh, went to one of their events and, and that event woke me up because they, they started saying like, hey, you're in it for the long haul. They teach you that. But how long is the long haul when the stock market goes down? They say high risk creates high returns. How's that work? How does a higher chance of losing create a higher chance of winning? And they, and they talked about all these different myths of money that you've often heard me talk about, right? And, and at the end of that, I said, I got to quit. I can't keep doing this anymore. I'm done. And, uh, and so I did. I, I, the, next, the next week, the next Monday, that was on a weekend. The next Monday, I went into the office. I put in my official resignation at that financial advising office. I said, I'm done. And there was a confused look on the, on the receptionist's face, right? Uh, she was our compliance officer as, as well. She was like, what, why? Your, your business has, been, has never done better. And I was like, well, I'm, you know, I don't want to get into the details. I didn't want to say, because your advice sucks. Um, but I just said, you know, I, I feel called a different way. I think I'm going to do something different. And so I did. Of course, they're all wondering, like, well, what did Chris Miles do? Oh, well, let him go. You know, good luck with that. Um, I came in later, about a, less than a year later, in fact, uh, after I got out of the rat race and told them, like, guess what? I'm out of the rat race, guys. I was able to retire, not doing mutual funds or investments. Uh, they didn't appreciate that too much. In fact, they thought I was a gambler as a result. Sound familiar? Thought they were taking high risk of those high returns. They're like, oh, real estate, that's a gamble. Yeah, nobody makes money there. Not like the stock market is a gamble, of course. Uh, anyways, I digress. Going back to this. So uh, June. You know, just going into June of that year, uh, there was a plane wreck. Um, in fact, a plane wreck with a f- you know a few partners of the company uh, that eventually I joined uh, for for a little bit after that. Um, uh, Garrett Gunderson was one of those partners, but he actually didn't fly that fly that weekend. He actually stayed home. Uh, as a result, two of those four partners died in the plane wreck. Uh, it took them three days to find their bodies in in, in Utah Lake, and uh, were able to get them. And it was a huge loss to the community. Um, of course, I mean, he was the more, he was definitely one of the charismatic guys on the radio show. People loved him. I adored him. I resonated with him a lot. He had a lot of my per, kind of personality. Um, I just thought he was, he was awesome. And uh, his, by the way, this guy's name was Les McGuire. And uh, in any case, I mean, as, as you know, eventually a few days, you know, a few days later and everything, they decided to hold a funeral service. And my friend told me about it. I was like, yeah, the funeral service is going to be here. It wasn't far from where I lived. So I went there. I showed up about five, 10 minutes early. I sat in the back of the, the church chapel, like in the very back. And this is a chapel that can hold uh, easily at least a thousand people, right? It was a huge chapel packed all the way to the back. The pews were all done. The, the, all the, the overflow, the chairs, everything. I was in the very back <laughs> by the wall, even after showing up early. Uh, so basically standing room only, right? And I have to tell you, it was probably one of the most positive funerals ever went to people were sharing stories about how their lives were blessed by Les and, and his partner ray there's obviously two there's two of them that were partners there and the pilot of course um you know but you know a lot of those people were there because that was you know Les's neighborhood uh, but people show up from all over people that had been blessed by what he had done on the radio show and and everything he had given and, uh, and after that funeral i came home i canceled all the meetings i had set up um i had you know i was doing some stock coaching at the time just to fill some time and I was almost out of the rat race at that point. And um, I sat down with my wife at that time. And I just said, I feel like my life's something more than, than just what I've been doing. I feel like I should be leaving something bigger 
a legacy. And, and I was like, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that looks like, but I know it's, I feel like somehow I'm passing the torch from what this guy was passing on. And, uh, and so I kind of, at that point, I made a decision. I said, you know, I want to start teaching people. So I quietly did that. I just taught a few friends, just the people around me, you know, people would ask me what I do with my time. I just tell them I sold drugs because I didn't, I didn't know how to describe what I was doing with making passive income. And I was doing some stock coaching, but that was, that was like part-time as well. And I was doing mortgages, but I started to farm all that out. So I was making residual income from the mortgages because I was just teaching people about a mortgage strategy. And then they would, I would have the mortgage company do all the work for me. Right. And, uh, and so I was, I was getting all these residual, residual streams of income of four or $5,000 a month. And so I thought, well, what am I going to do? And people kept asking me, well, how am I doing what I'm doing? Right. So eventually my goal was, you know, I actually almost bought a, 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 an old theater, like an old dinner theater. I almost turned it into a, a dance studio. In fact, two places. I, I actually was signing about to sign papers to put an offer and, uh, and close on a, on a studio that was an old paint and glass place that we we're going to turn into a ballroom dance studio. And I started doing training because I wanted to go on the ballroom dance type thing. Cause that was still a passion I was doing at the time, but something just told me like this whisper that said, not now. Like, don't do it. And so ticked off my realtor. I said, I got to back out of signing. Sorry. And so I backed out of the deal. Didn't do it. Looking in hindsight, I'm glad I didn't. Because uh, obviously it would have been tough with a recession that came just after and uh, and kind of split and go along with my passions. But uh, I, I kind of realized that was the fall of 2006. I thought, you know, I should be doing something with teaching this stuff. And so I started to work with the guy a little bit, uh, just casually. Um, finally, December, I decided I was going to do it. I was going to launch something gathered a whole bunch of people together, like attorneys, CPAs, different people in, the, in that realm, even like insurance agents, basically create my own team of saying, hey, these are people I want to refer to. Um, you guys can support me. I don't want to be the expert at everything, but I want to help people kind of get out of the rat race like I did. And then of course, a week later, I get a call from that guy. We we're going to start a company together. And he says, hey, Gary Gunderson is going to create something very similar. You should come check it out. So I ended up going into business with Gary Gunderson and ended up being with them for six years and launched Freedom Fast Track and that kind of thing and eventually became Wealth Factory. Um, so I, I bring this up because really that, that one person, right? I mean, him and even the co-host that was on there too, he was great. But really that, that guy, Les McGuire, sparked something in me because he wasn't just making money, even though he was doing great at that, but it was teaching. And, and he, he really benefited my life. It changed my life forever. The things that I learned from their radio show benefited me forever. This is why I'm doing this podcast, because I'm hoping that some of you in some way get, get inspired. By the way, I talk about way more strategies than they ever did. They, they hardly ever brought up a single strategy for creating passive income, hardly at all. It was almost all about founding fathers. Sometimes they argued about what car was nicer of the sports cars they drove. I mean, it was really random stuff. Um, but mostly they talked about principles of money and economics. Uh, they even talked about immigration. I mean, they talked about hot topics that you talk about in politics, but they really didn't talk about investing. That's what they did. You know, you had to pay the money to learn, you know, and, and for me, I wanted to do a little bit differently. I wanted to teach them those same things, but I wanted to really give people something more, which is why I'm here. Now, this isn't about me. This is really about you. The show is about you, right? I bring this up because what kind of legacy do you want to leave? What kind of impact do you want to leave on other people's lives? Where, where do you want to create change? And you don't have to do it the way I did it. You don't have to do it the way anybody else has done it. I want you to do it your way. And so I want to ask you, what is that? And so, 
here's the thing is that you create legacy in so many ways, more than just, you don't have to do anything big. You could be as simple as just being a great friend. You know, have you been a great friend to somebody? Can you, I'll tell you that guy that was the, the meat cutter. That's what he was amazing at. He was a good friend. He listened. He was an amazing listener. He was very optimistic and, and, and upbeat. So people loved being around him. That's why the whole community said, Hey, we're going to make a park bench name, you know, with this guy's name on it, like a plaque and everything, because this guy impacted their lives so well. Even the principal, uh, the principal of the school, she said, she's like, you know what? This guy saved my marriage and he didn't know it, but there was a time I was working late, you know, and, and uh, he said, Hey, you need to go home. By the way, he was working as a janitor for that school at that point. He's like, you need to go home. She said, no, I'm, I'm fine. Like you need to put down your work. It'll be there tomorrow. You need to go home and be with your family. Now, what he didn't know at the time is that their marriage was struggling. And she said, he literally saved my marriage and saved my family. That, that was just simply him being direct enough to be willing to give her, you know, give her some, some sound advice. It took a few minutes, but it was worth everything. So can you be, you know, can you be kind, you can serve people in ways that it doesn't cost you money. You be authentic and present, much like what I talked about last month, you know, when we talked about, you know, how do you give, you know, being charitable, same thing. It's really, it's not about the big things. It's about the little things you do. It's not about big money. It's not the big charities and the big hoopla that goes with it. It's about how are you blessing people's lives right now? How are you showing up to serve? How are you using that divine genius to not just make money? but even use it in a way to serve people, to solve problems for them, to be an amazing human being. That's the challenge I have for you guys is what kind of legacy will you leave? What, were you, what will people say at your funeral? They just say, yeah, this guy was awesome. Man, he had a portfolio of 56 properties. He had uh, you know, worth $5.7 million and uh, you know, rich guy. Is that what people are really gonna say at your funeral? Are they gonna say the kind of person you became? It's great to have money. But most importantly, while you guys are on this journey, who are you becoming? What kind of person are you becoming? That is so much more important. And that speaks, that's going to have more wealth in your life than anything you do with just money. This show has never been just about money. This is about living a rich life, about really having that abundance in your life. Abundance that creates a legacy, not just in your life, but creates a legacy with your family and the community around you and the people that you come in contact with that blesses their lives. Because right now, this world doesn't need, I mean, more money's good, right? But we don't need more money. What we need are better people. We need good people. And, the, and of course, if you've got more money, you can just express that more. Remember, money does not make you evil, does not make you good. Money only magnifies your soul that's within. Focus on becoming a better person. Focus on creating that legacy now when the, whether the money's there or not, focus on creating that amazing legacy here and now, and then watch what happens when you start to put money to it. Um, I know a lot of my investment, I've been putting even my own personal money, not just in my own investing, but actually into this, this project right here to create this ripple effect for you guys, to create something bigger, create a movement, something that can really bless your lives and the lives of those around you and just create a bigger impact. Like I said, we want a thousand people financially independent by 2030. Truth is, I want a heck of a lot more than that. I want that to be bigger by 20, not by 2030, but 2040. I want that to get into the hundreds of thousands. I mean, how amazing would it be if there's 100,000 people liberated financially and also were amazing people, good people that need that money because good people with a lot of money create great impact in people's lives. That is what I want to see more of. That's, that's how I know my legacy lives beyond me. 
is that you guys do something with it. So again, this show is not about me. This show is about you. This is the ripple effect I want to create. I want you to create your own legacy, create a massive impact. Guys, I know you're some of the best audience members out there because I know your heart is speaking to this right now, that you guys feel the same thing that I feel. And you want to make a difference. You want to bless more lives. Guys, that's my challenge to you is focus on what kind of legacy do I want to create in my life? Write it down, commit to it, and start living it today. Make it a wonderful and prosperous week and a beginning of a life of legacy. We'll talk to you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now.